The news this week has made this episode feel like an episode of Sesame Street. So this episode is brought to you by the letters C, D, W, T, and F for cancellations, delays, and what the f***? My bad. From the Vault 319 recording room, this is the Tweakle Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's Jake Alexander, the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host with the lisp. How the hell are you? Happy Friday to you. For all my returning listeners, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode. And for all my new listeners, thank you very much for giving me a shot. And I hope that you decide to turn, uh, decide to tune in for later episodes. And while you're at it, go back and listen to a handful of the episodes that you missed because I guarantee you, it's going to, you're going to hear something that you like and uh, you're going to decide to return. And uh, if you could do me a favor for everybody that's listening, uh, it could be a little bell icon a little plus symbol or check whatever it is make sure you hit the subscribe follow uh, button to this podcast so you know each and every single time i drop an episode so you don't miss out on all the fun uh besides that uh, i hope you're all doing well like i said it's been weird around here one day it's 90 the next day it's it's raining and getting into the mid 50s michigan weather is weird like that but i'm used to it i've been in, I've been a Michigander all my life. This is nothing new to me, but it's still weird, no matter how you slice it. Uh, today, we I very much intended to talk about Fast X and uh, Transformers, but I am going to hold that off, just those two topics, until tomorrow. So tune back in to, uh, tomorrow into the podcast on Saturday, and you will be able to hear me talk about those movies because I enjoyed them very much. Uh, and I'm also actually going to talk about Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse as well, and that's a big deal because that movie has caused a lot of controversy. Uh, within the black community and within the black Latin community. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I don't want to get into it now. Uh, but today we are going to cover a couple of other topics, one being men and one being fathers. Why? Because this is Father's Day weekend, but June is also Men's Mental Health Month. And that's something I really, really want to get uh, uh, get out in the open and talk about because it is very important and very near and dear to me because I am a man and I am a father and I love my kids. And it's just something I decided I want to talk about today. Uh, and really, the big the big topic to talk about today is everything that's going on in the news. Um, and believe me, it is a lot. So we're going to get to it right now. So we're going to kick off today's news talking about the WGA strike because the WGA strike is actually what's causing all the other news around it because of everything that they're going through. So we are in week seven now, as of Friday. When you hear this episode, it'll be day 45. Now, there have been solidarity strikes in other countries such as Germany and France, uh, and many other places around the world as other writing or organizations are stepping out and striking in solidarity with the uh, WGA here in the United States. And that's good. Uh, 
uh, writers deserve to be paid for what they do and they shouldn't be undercut uh, because of the use of AI and because of their works being on streaming sites. Uh, I, and there are other um, labor organizations that are now standing in solidarity with them, such as the AFL-CIO, uh, other labor unions outside of the outside of the working the people that do culinary and medical staff and light grips and all the people like that. They are striking as well. And they are standing in solidarity with the WGA. I told you from the very beginning, this was not going to be just the writers standing in themselves against the uh, AMPTP. It was going to be other people joining them because this is now turning in. This is going from uh, um, an, an argument between two sides of the entertainment industry to now it's labor versus the people who hold the positions of power. If this is going to be a seismic shift, not just in Hollywood, but across the United States, I promise you, you need to keep your eyes open and uh, and watch what's going on. Uh, outside of those movies, uh, the box office is starting to hold steady uh, across the Spider-Verse. It has finally passed $400 million, and that was a quick jump to $400 million. That movie is phenomenal. I can't wait to talk about that uh, come Saturday. Uh, Transformers, uh, it's just under $200 million. I got a feeling it's going to go just shy of $300 million, but as of right now, it's just under $200 million worldwide. Fast X has sped past 660 million worldwide. Such a gigantic number. I don't care what anybody say. That movie was fantastic. I can't wait to talk about that one as well. And a uh, Flash opens today. So I was skeptical whether I was going to go see Flash or not, but I, I guess I am going to go see it. The kids want to see it. So uh, it's Father's Day weekend. Uh, might as well. We might as well go to the movies and hang out, right? Um, and yeah, I can't wait till that opens today. There's another movie coming out called Asteroid City from Wes Anderson. Um, I'm not a big fan of his style, but the movie itself, this particular one looks really good. It looks like it's going to be funny and very irreverent so i'm going to sneak out and go see that one as well um the big thing in the news is all of the delays because of the wga strike has now hit a fever pitch now when i say it has hit it has hit a fever pitch i'm not talking about one or two movies i'm not talking about 10 or 20 not even talking about 30 40 or 50 the list i got and this was um a few days ago as of wednesday the list i got about delays and new movies that are moving to new dates and older movies that had confirmed dates for this year that is that are now moving to next year and beyond that list is 200 movies and growing still by the time you hear this i'm pretty sure that list will be even longer than the one that i got initially um, there are a lot of movies that are going to hold and still open very close to their original date, if not on their original date uh, this year. There are some like Madam Webb is going to open February 16th now in uh, 2024. A Quiet Place Day One is now March 8th, 2024. If you were looking forward to Godzilla Kong, The New Empire, which I truly was, it is now opening March 15th, 2024. Captain America, Brave New World. And Brave New World is the, instead of New World Order, it's the same movie, but they changed the title of it. Now it's August 24th, 2024. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is now May 24th, 2024. Movies are just moving back left and right. Um, uh, The Avatar films, all of them, the next three, part three, part four, and part five, all of them have shifted dates. And I'm not talking about a month or a week uh, here and there. I mean six to seven months and sometimes a full year, depending on which one you're talking about. Right now, tentative dates, the last Avatar movie, part five, won't release until 2031. 
That is eight years from the time you hear this episode. That is insane. That is what the WGA strike is doing. Think about it at 45 days, just at 45 days when you hear this broadcast. All of these, all of this strike has moved all of these movies, sometimes six months, seven months, a year to two years away from its original date. Can you imagine what will happen if this strike goes further than six months? And I have a feeling it's going to. Yeah, we are. You are going to see an insane amount of movement from for release dates. Um, for me, the biggest one that I am truly, truly worried about in this entire list. And trust me, when I say this list was 200 plus films, I am not kidding. It is 10 pages on my phone. That's the original list. I'm not even going to try to go update the list because I know it's going to be longer. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the film that I'm truly, truly worried for after reading this list is Blade from the MCU. Everything in the MCU, everything at Disney, and that's not just MCU. It, the Disney covers the MCU, Star Wars, all the Avatar films, and so much more. Um, and out of all of them, every single one of them from all of the companies, Blade worries me the, worries me the most. You got to remember, Blade was originally announced at uh, Comic-Con back in 2019. We're already four years since they announced this, bringing Mahashala Ali on stage to, with the Blade hat and showing the graphic. That was 2019. Do, do people remember that? Since then, we've had the pandemic. We have this strike. The movie has been pushed back twice for rewrites. Twice. I, I have to wonder with everything that's going on with this strike, will Mahashala Ali stick around and put his career on hold just to play Blade? Is it that important to him? And be quite honest, I don't know if it is. The only thing I could think to, in order to hold him down would to be to tell him like, hey, you go and do other movies while we get this straight. Please don't, you know, please don't turn your back on the project. We will get it right. We will keep you in, in the loop and in contact. And when we're ready to shoot it, you can come back and we'll do it then. But with everything being pushed back the way it is, there's a good chance that that this film, the Blade film in the MCU, the new one will die in its infancy. We will not ever get this Blade film, at least not with Mahershala Ali as Blade. And that really that is a really horrible thought. But that is a very, very distinct possibility. I am going to keep my eye on it and I will let you know uh, anything as soon as I hear it. If you are a fan of the Stranger Things franchise, you know, season five is coming and they have added the incomparable Linda Hamilton to their cast. I don't know what she's going to do in it, but it's Linda Hamilton. It's Stranger Things. You put them two together and you got my attention. Linda Hamilton is so fun in everything she does, especially in the sci-fi realm. Uh, whatever she does in Stranger Things, I'm, I'm, I'm very sure it's going to be really good. Um, it, does anybody remember the movie Seven? Yeah, you know, the, the what's in the box, Brad Pitt. Yeah, that movie is, man, it, it still haunts me to think about everything that happened in that movie at the end of it. It was such a fantastic movie. If you've never watched it, you've done yourself a disservice. Please go watch Seven uh, with Brad Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman. Well, David Fincher, the man who developed and directed the original uh, original film, he wrote the script for it. Um, he's getting ready to now develop a series of based on the exact movie that he helped uh, write and direct and it's going to be developed for Netflix so uh, the only way I can see this working just this my opinion the only way I can see a seven series working is that they break up the murders from the original movie one per episode and then wrap it up wrap up the end of the movie wrap up the end of the series with an episode or two 
that's the only way it's going to make sense because remember all of the killings in the original film are based on the seven deadly sins so there can only be seven murders how are you going to do a longer series than that so i'm expecting this to be a limited run they break them up in one at one killing per episode then you get the two episodes at the end to wrap it up that's the only way i personally think this could work but who knows david fincher is actually a really good writer and a really good director so he may come up with something that i'm not even thinking of um also also coming down the pipe and it's been announced that this is in the works the bone collector 2 if you don't remember the film this was back in 1999 it was a film about a crime a crime solving duo uh rhyme and sex they were played by denzel washington and angelo and Andrew jolie angelina jolie but look at me getting tongue-tied um and they are both set to return and play the exact same characters in this new in this new film which is really good because the original the 1999 film was based on the 1997 book uh, written by Jeffrey Deaver, and it's the same name. Uh, reviewers hated this film when it came out, but people went to see it anyway and loved it. Sound familiar? Yeah, that's just like Rotten Tomatoes. Reviewers don't like the film, but people want to go see them anyway, and because of the actors, and they enjoy the films anyway. This is why I keep trying to tell you, I don't care what Rotten Tomatoes say. I'll let you know after I see the movie what I think of it, and you can make your own decision after that. Um, I, I can't wait to see this. I'm surprised because ever since 1997, that was the first novel. There's been 16 or 17, I want to say, other books of the novel other novels with the exact same two characters solving crimes i'm surprised that it's taken this long to do a part two because the movie was it was that good and it was that loved by fans so hey man they, they, i guess better late than never right so uh, hopefully bone collector 2 comes out uh let's see what happens with this wga strike again this is the, anytime we get something new being announced that it's in development you always got to cross your fingers and hope that the wga strike doesn't push it you know well out of out of our reach uh, in video gaming news, we got a lot of new video games coming for all you video game weirdos like me. Um, the Division Resurgence. If you are a fan of the Division uh, franchise, it's getting a new game, but it's a mobile game. So I don't want you to don't cut it off yet. And if you don't be against mobile gaming, mobile gaming is a very viable thing. We need mobile game. Yes, I am a console nut and I know many of you are console nuts or PC fans. Um, I, I understand totally why you kind of sneer and turn your nose up at, at uh, mobile games. But I've seen some of the beta testing and some of the gameplay for uh, the new mo the new mobile version of of this uh division franchise it looks really good it plays just like uh division one and division two and i am going to get it when it's when it finally gets released like i said right now it's it's beta it's the beta of the beta in testing it is they it is nowhere near finished but it still looks really good it's made with unreal engine 4 uh with unreal engine 5 being the new latest platform that they can make games with um and it still looks really really good we we need mobile gaming don't turn your nose up in mobile gaming folks because uh, let's be for real when you are, are away from home you're over your family your friend's house and they got sucky internet you can't get to your console get to your console or your pc what are you gonna do you're gonna mobile game so we need mobile games uh, another game coming out starfield from bethesda it's being released uh september 6th it looks really good it's an it's a very it's an outer space shooter looter it, it looks to be some something that everybody's going to put up against destiny even though it's not going to compete very well but it still looks like a ton of fun so when that one comes out i will be getting that one and another space faring adventure oddly enough there's a ton of space games coming out uh aliens dark descent they've been talking about this game for over a year now and it's getting ready to release on june 20th and i can't wait to that get it's on playstation 4 5 xbox all those series and all them when i get my hands on it we will be playing this on twitch because i am a 
huge, huge fan of the Alien franchise. It is by far, uh, I want to say it might be my actual favorite movie franchise ever. So, <laughs> I mean, so whatever it is, when we get to it, we'll get to it. And I'll let you know when, when we're going to fire up Twitch and play it once I buy the game. Uh, 2023 has seen a very long list of stars added to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, we got 15 new just for this year. Actually, 16. I'm sorry. We got 16 new. Um, Tupac Shakur finally got his in the music category, and I'm surprised that he hasn't gotten it before now. Uh, I would have thought he would have had it maybe a decade ago, but yeah, he just got his a few days ago. Uh, Ludacris. Chris Ludacris Bridges. Uh, he actually didn't. I, I want to say he got his in recording, which I'm, I'm not surprised he got it in recording, but uh, I would have thought maybe they would have gave it to him in acting, too, because He's been a he's been in a, a handful of good movies outside of the uh, Fast X, uh, Fast and Furious franchise. And he's been around acting for it doesn't seem like it, but damn, damn near 20 years he's been acting and he's been pretty good in everything he's done. Uh, Ming Na Wen, um, she's been in so many things. You know the name, you know the face as soon as you see her. She got hers uh, this year. Blake Shelton, Martin Lawrence. The fact that Martin Lawrence is just getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2023 for me personally is an insult that man should have had it a long time ago uh giancarlo giannini michael b jordan still very young and very I, i'm not going to say green but I, I don't know i to me michael b jordan just doesn't seem like he's been around long enough to have a star on the hollywood walk me but who, who, who am i who, who am i to, who am i to say uh he's everything i've ever seen him in he's been pretty good so yeah he, he got one this year courtney cox uh ray liotta got his posthumously obviously because he passed away not too long ago pentatonics if you don't know who that is they are a singing group and they do everything acapella no inch no instruments they make all the sounds all the notes and all the words and they sing they are fantastic if you've never heard Pentat pentatonics sing get on youtube and look them up they are a fantastic group Ice T, the OG, finally got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which to me that one is also surprising because how long has he been on Law and Order? <laughs> That's at least 20 years he's been on Law and Order. And how many movies has he been in that he's been really good and critically acclaimed in? A few. So I'm surprised that he he hasn't gotten one before now. John Favreau, fabulous director, really funny actor, really good guy. He got his uh, star on the Hollywood Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, the Jonas Brothers, obviously for recording very well deserved i'm not a huge jonas brothers fan, but hey i get it i understand totally why he got it uh michael strahan nfl legend uh been on tv now for quite a while as co-hosts a couple of different tv shows so he got his uh music idol billy idol got his star on the hollywood, hollywood walk of fame and the last one on the list i saved for last our princess carrie fisher carrie fisher got hers posthumously this year as well uh just a few days ago and her daughter accepted it for her it that was a very very stirring uh moment because her daughter accepted it and it was quiet at first and she touched down and touched the star with her mom's name on it then everybody erupted in the cheers it was a very good ceremony it was very touching uh i'm the uh, um congratulations to all of them all of those people got stars and they are all well deserved i gotta do something i want my star on the hollywood walk of fame that'd, that'd be kind of cool right jake alexander hollywood walk of fame that'd be kind of neat when maybe one day that'll happen who knows uh, if you are a fan of the mortal kombat movie the one that just came out uh not too long ago and i don't know why you are because that movie garbage i said it was garbage then and i stick by it um they have uh, you know they announced mortal kombat 2 which i still say i have no idea why they did 
A, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. I guess enough people liked it enough that they're going to do a part two. They just announced a handful of castings of uh, that that will be in the in the next film. Uh, so Damien Harriman will be Quan Chi. Uh, Anna the Anna Thu Nguyen. I am going to butcher some of these names. Uh, she will be playing Sindale. Desmond Chain will be uh, King Jared, and Martin Ford will play Shao Kahn. Now, if you have no idea who Martin Ford is, uh, M-A-R-T-Y-N Ford, look him up. Six foot eight, just about 360 to 380 pounds of nothing but muscle. He is a scary man to look at. And you have seen him before, and I bet you don't know where, and I'll let you know. He was in three episodes of one of my favorite TV shows that I wish would come back, The Nevers. There was a fight between him and Amalia in a pool of water where he tried to drown her, but she wound up uh, grabbing his arm and choking him out. Yes, that is Martin Ford. And I, when I say he's six foot eight, he is a, a straight up six foot eight. He's taller than Brock Lesnar. He's bigger than Brock Lesnar. There's a reason why they call him the Iranian Hulk. That man is scary looking, I promise you. So him as Shao Kahn is a good casting, but I still don't want to see Mortal Kombat 2. That movie ain't going to be any good. <laughs> so uh, uh, before we before we end the news, we're going to say rest in peace to Treat Williams. The uh, longtime character actor announced was announced uh, Monday that he had passed after a motorcycle accident in Vermont. Um, if you don't know the name, you probably remember the face. Uh, he starred in Everwood of. Uh, for the entire series, all 89, 90, 90, whatever episodes. Um, he also played two different rebel pilots in the original Star Wars trilogy. I didn't know that. That was insane. I did not know he was two different rebel pilots. I didn't even know he was in that, in the movies, but hey, there you go. Um, but me personally, I remember him specifically from uh, The Phantom way back in 1996. Yes, 1996. That was a year and I was alive back then. Um, but yeah, the movie The Phantom. He starred, he starred opposite Billy Zane. Billy Zane was the Phantom and uh, Treat Williams played Xander Xander Drax and I'm going off of memory with that by the way uh, he was the bad guy in the movie it was, it was a fun little movie based on the comic strip and uh, if you've never seen it well, I try to watch the movie it is definitely old school it is definitely low budget but it is still very fun to watch it was a, it was a decent movie uh, let's end the news this week on a high note we ended it last week with sports we will end it this week with sports we will say uh, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets on winning uh, the NBA championship this year. This is the very first championship in that franchise's history, and they go back quite a bit. Um, the Denver Nuggets actually hold uh, half of the record with another team, my Detroit Pistons, for the most points ever scored in a single game combined for two teams at 389 points. The Pistons actually won that game because because they hold the record for the most points by a team in any NBA game with 186. So, yes, uh, my Pistons hold a record that I don't think nobody will ever beat. Uh, but congratulations to them. Now, we also say congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They won the NHL championship this year. Uh, this is the first uh, title in their franchise history. and But that's not a long history. The Las Vegas Golden Knights uh, is a team that's only six years old. They they became a uh, expansion team back in 2007 yeah 2017 um and this is actually their second trip in that six years existence to the to the uh, to the championship and they actually won this go round so uh maybe that bodes well for my red wings the lord knows they they need to win something they've been 
they've been middling and rebuilding for the last couple of years. So come on, Stevie Y, you can hear me. Come on, do something. I want my Red Wings to be champions again. Uh, that's all the news. Don't forget to tune into the uh, Instagram page for other news that happens uh, that I don't talk about on here. I want to take a break, grab me another cup of coffee. And when we come back, we're going to talk about men, mental health, and Father's Day. A word of warning about our next segment. We will be dealing with things such as drug and alcohol abuse and suicide. Listener discretion is advised. If you or any of your loved ones are suffering from alcohol or drug abuse and you need somewhere to turn, please call the SMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. It's free, confidential, 24-7-365 days of a year for treatment referral and information. And if you feel that taking your own life is your only way out, please pick up the phone and dial 988. You need not face this crisis alone. There is always somebody there to connect with and to help you through even your darkest times. I've talked about it before that when I do episodes, I always write out a show sheet, a, a script for me to follow. Uh, I have everything <laughs> laid out from uh, points where I added music to points of sound effects. Uh, I know which uh, segment comes after which one. Um, I know what I'm speaking about. And I have written the show sheet down for this particular segment and then I threw it away. I mean, seriously, I wrote it rewrote it. I edited it two, maybe three times. And each time I read it, I thought, yeah, I got it. And then I started to record it and then it just sounded so hollow and phony. Every word I spoke for this particular segment in the script anyway, just seemed so out of place and so dispassionate to what I was trying to get across. So for the next few minutes, uh, if you could indulge me, just listen. If I ramble for a few seconds, forgive me. Just understand what I'm trying to say. And I'm pretty sure you'll, you'll be able to. The question for this particular segment, which I kept coming back to, is what is the value of men in today's society? I don't know anymore. Being a father, with this being Father's Day weekend, with this being Men's Mental Health Month, I sit back and reflect on everything in my life, my relationship with my father, my relationship with other men, like my brothers and my uncles, my relationship with my son and my daughter, my relationship with my wife. All these things make up men. But I still can't figure out what value men hold in today's current society. It has seemed to me over the last, I would say, five or six years, the role of the man has been diminished to nothing more than a wallet. How much money can he bring to the table? What can he buy for his woman or his children? What he can provide? That is it. Nothing more. 
it seems to be that story after story online, on television, in passing, talking to other people, hearing conversations, overhearing conversations, no matter where I go. It seems like all men are good for is money. Work, 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 work until you die, then stick around for the overtime. That's an old joke, by the way. But for some reason, when you bring that up, it is thrown back in a man's face that that's what you're supposed to do. Provide and protect, provide and protect. But then at the same time, in the same breath, we talk about mental health. We scream and we chastise men. You need to get therapy. You need to go get, need to go talk to somebody. But when we do, those moments of weakness, those moments of what is catharsis for us, is then thrown back in our face. We've called, we're called weak. We're told that we're less of a man because we do express our emotions. So again, I ask you, what is the worth of a man in today's society? We're told to show our emotions, but we're not allowed to actually show them because we're weak if we do. And then that falls, that falls upon a man and destroys his mental health. That destruction of that man's mental health results, results in many things. Alcohol abuse, drug abuse, and in the extremes, suicide. Since 2020, since 2021, the suicide rate among men is now 3.9 times higher than women. And suicides and suicide rates are up 60% for young black men. That's the highest of, that's the highest of any segment since 2020. Now, 95% of all Americans surveyed say that, Hey, suicide is preventable. We just have to call and check on each other. Make sure we're okay. We have to be closer to each other. But more and more, the stories I have been told that, hey, as a man, nobody calls to check on me. Nobody sees if I'm okay. Because truthfully, nobody cares. Every study that I have looked at, every study that I have read over the past two weeks trying to write this segment for this particular show, points to the same two things. Yes, so men, I mean, yes, men and women are different in how often we are affected by our mental health. Women are three times more likely to be affected by their mental health, but men don't record them and don't report that they have mental health problems. So is it really three times more? Maybe we're actually equal across the board about who is affected with a mental health problem. It is said that men drink and do drugs and self-medicate at much higher rates than women especially in the black community. So again, I ask, what is the value of a man in today's society? We talk about mental health, but in doing something for it, we jump to the defense of women, rightfully so. We jump to the defense of children, rightfully so. But more often than not, men are left out on a raggedy edge to fend for themselves because quote unquote, that's what men are supposed to do. We're supposed to be the strong ones. We're supposed to carry the sword, carry the gun, carry the banner into battle, stand alone, take every shot thrown at us and come back home and be as gentle as lambs to those that say they love us. What is the worth of a man in today's society? 
Quite frankly, I don't know anymore. Who cares about Superman when he falls down and his cape is no longer catching the breeze? So I ask you today, for Father's Day, call every man you know, whether they're a father or not, and tell them, hey, if everything's all right, or if nothing's all right, I should say, you need to talk to me. Don't talk to anybody else if you don't if you don't feel like it. But at least talk to me. Talk to all the men in your life. Fathers, brothers, sons, cousins, co-workers. Let them know that they're not alone. And if you have the opportunity, like some of us who have buried our fathers, if it is within your purpose, if it is within your ability, call your father, tell him Happy Father's Day. Tell him that, hey, maybe we aren't on the best of terms What can we do about that? If you can't call your father, your biological father, look to the men who have stood by your side this entire time. Because fatherhood is not just about the person who helped give birth to you. Fatherhood is also about the men who throw the ball, cut the grass, shovel the snow. The one who fixes that toilet, fixes that broken sink, pull the engine out of your car change the brakes and change the oil. The men in your life are not just by blood, but also by circumstance, by friendship, by camaraderie. Celebrate them this weekend. Whether they are near you or not near you, pick up the phone and tell them that, hey, you are appreciated for all that you have done, big and small. If you can do that, And the worth of a man in today's society will gain some sort of traction. And I promise you, if we can uplift men as much as we uplift women and our children, this society will make a sharp turn for the better. I'll be right back. So that's it, and that's all. It's time for the last call. It's time to shut the vault down for the weekend. I want you to get out there and enjoy yourselves, men, women, and children, especially our fathers. Celebrate them this weekend. Tell them thank you for all that they do. Uh, if you are listening to this program, that means we are of a like mind. So I, I personally want to say very good job, gentlemen. You do a good job, whether anybody else tells you or not, you do a great job. Trust me, being a father sometimes feels very, very thankless, but but we do it because we love it. We love our we love our uh, people. We love our, our families, especially the kids. They are beautiful, aren't they? Um, uh, today, uh, this weekend's watch list is basically just one thing. Go watch The Flash. Uh, if you are at home, Extraction 2 actually shows up on Netflix this weekend, starring Chris Hemsworth. Uh, you can watch that as well. Uh, watch it with your wife. Watch it with your uh, significant other. Don't don't watch it with the kids. I don't think extraction is good, and uh, you might want to take a take a hint. You might not want to take them to see Flash either. Who knows? You know, you, you never know. Uh, it, <laughs> just keep that in mind. <laughs> So uh, it's time to get out of here. Uh, before we go, I always, like I always say, I want to thank you. I don't care if it's one, five, ten, hundred, a thousand of you. I don't care how many people listen to this uh, podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm so very glad that you all tuned in. Um, 
this Pokey Little Podcast does wonders for my mental health. It is a thing I do because it gives me something to do, something to be creative. Uh, and speaking of creative, the book is coming. I promise you, I, I am behind schedule on where I wanted to be to get this book finished and published and out to you. It's June. I was hoping to be done by now, but I'm not. I apologize. But it is coming. Just just hold on. I promise you, you will not be disappointed in it. There will be some great stories for you to read. Uh, besides that, let's get out of here. Take care of yourself this weekend. Enjoy it. Fellas, don't don't be behind the grill unless you just really, really want to. You're not supposed to be cooking. This is your weekend off, basically. Just, just let everybody cook and do things for you for once, right? That's, that's kind of the problem here. We're trying to do everything. You don't need to be Superman. Sometimes you just need to be Green Arrow, right? <laughs> That's something. Be Green Arrow this weekend. You don't need to be Superman. Uh, but besides that, it's time to go. God bless you all very much. I thank you. Thank you very much for listening. And we will end it the same way we always do. God bless. I love you. And peace. See you next time. You're listening to the Tweakle Podcast.